welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Netalina, the CEO and host of Rise Up For You. Thank you for joining us today. We are going to be talking with Blaze Lazzaroni, who is a transformational business strategist for women. But before we jump into that, I want to make sure I let you guys know and remind you that the Rise Up For You Empowered Women Rise Conference is only 75 days away and we are excited, excited to bring women together in a room where they can connect, network authentically, learn, become educated from the experts, and collaborate with one another. We want you to be there. We want to see you there. It's in Newport Beach on November 6th, and we are offering a promotion only to our podcast listeners. So if you're interested in coming to the conference and we hope to see you there, please send an email to nln at riseup4u.com and we will send you the private link where you can get a discount to the conference and again, step into a room with like-minded women, become educated by the experts, collaborate and take your business and your personal life to the next level. So jumping back into our episode with Blaze Lazzaroni, as mentioned, she's a transformational business strategist, CEO and founder of Blaze A Brilliant Path. She's a best-selling author and speaker. For 20 years, Blaze held high-level positions in Fortune 500 companies, including Macy's, and today she works with conscious women entrepreneurs who are frustrated by how to become profitable and successful. She helps them create a strategic and custom-fit business so that they can make all the money they want and live a soul-based life that lights them up. We are honored to have Blaze today, and we're going to dive into a little bit about you know, what is getting in the way of us, what's getting in the way of us building profit and becoming successful as women entrepreneurs. This is something that you definitely don't want to miss, so rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Blaze, it's such an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? My name is Blaze Lazzaroni. I'm a transformational business strategist. I work with conscious women entrepreneurs, usually coaches, consultants, and healers who are interested in growing their businesses to the next level. Okay, and how did you specifically, I guess, get into this um, this career? Was there a specific journey that led you here? Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll start at the very beginning. No, I'm just kidding. The very beginning is I have a 20-year retail career. I had a high-level position for Macy's uh, back in the day, and I was managing 42 stores in Northern California, Nevada, and Minnesota, and managing... billion, that's B billion dollars worth of sales in those stores. And what happened was it was a 20 year career. I really loved it. My major was in fashion merchandising. So I stepped into, you know, basically my dream job. And what happened was after 20 years in 2003, I was diagnosed with cancer out of the clear blue sky, which led me to 
decide to step away from my job and really take some time to heal, which I needed a lot of time to heal and really reassess where I was going to go in my life. And long story short, the ultimate result of that was I went and got two coaching certifications because I felt like I needed to step into another world, even though I had been mentoring, managing, and leading people, tens of thousands of people all my life. I felt like coaching was another area that I really wanted to explore. So I got two coaching certifications because I'm an overachiever and one wasn't good enough. And then I decided to start working with people, specifically women. Um, And that's really important part of the story for me because much of my career in the early days had been working with women. And yet as I moved up into the ranks, I had been working primarily with men because I was a senior executive. So it was really, you know, part of my journey in discovering how I like to be in the world and the work I like to do. And I created this business and there's been lots of turns and evolutions. But basically, like I said, I work with conscious women entrepreneurs who want to create profitable and successful businesses. So um, that, they can make all the money they want. I love that. So tell us just a little, cause you know, you know, we have our, the, primarily our audience is, is women that are, you know, wanting to make that leap career wise, opening their own business, you know, obviously be successful with their own creation. What does that kind of look like for you? I know that's a big question when you're working with women I'm, I'm where do you start? Uh, what are some of the things that you see that kind of are getting in the way? Okay. Well, I see a lot here. Absolutely. The first thing I always do with my clients is really taking time to explore who they are and really getting to know themselves on a deep level. Because I believe business is a spiritual journey. Mm. That's just part of my foundation. And that when we know who we are, we begin to attract people to us. And it's not so much of a mystery anymore why they're coming to us. Now, it may not be exactly who we are. It might be uh, a part of us that we haven't totally realized yet, or even a part of them as a client that they haven't realized yet. And yet we're attracted to one another to do business together in this world basically for both of us to continue to grow and expand not only our businesses not only the world and also ourselves personally so where do you get started really the discovery process any way shape or form that you can start learning more of who you are whether that be through writing whether it be through taking classes and working with a coach whether that be just starting to get curious, as I like to say, about what's happening in your everyday life. You know, it's interesting that you that you say that really kind of rediscovering yourself and going through that process, because I think a lot of times we forget that, you know, we, we tend to lose ourselves and we can lose ourselves throughout the years through different experiences and the journeys that we've, you know, that we've taken. And very rarely do we take a step back and kind of realign and realize that, whoa, I'm, I'm a completely different person than I used to be or maybe that I want to be and really rediscovering who we are at the core opposed to all of the things that we've kind of built on top of us that are not who we are anymore. Yeah, and it's really a a fantastic example because we as women specifically, we many of us tend to be chameleons, myself included, in that it takes a while for us to really discover who we are. And rather than 
uh, getting frustrated and all of that piece, really knowing that this is a journey. It's an ongoing discovery. So for those of you listening in, I'll ask you this even right now. So based on what Netta and I have even said so far, what part has triggered you? What part are you like, no, I don't believe that. Or what part is this resonating with you and saying, oh, this is me. And if you found yourself checking out, it's not a judgment. It's really noticing where did you check out to go? What stories are popping into your mind right now about who you are? And get curious about those stories because I venture to guess that those stories are stories that have probably been running for a very long time, whether we know it or not. We all have those stories, Mm. all of us. So getting curious about those stories and when we know what they are, we can start exploring them and actually crafting them into part of um, our business. Believe it or not, when we know who we are, then it can be an absolute extension of our business. Right. And what are some of the things that you see that are getting in the way of, um, you know, really becoming successful and building that profit within the business? A lot of times, um, and I'm sure you can attest to this is it is our, it is our own, we're getting in our own way basically a lot of times. And we don't, we don't realize that we tend to think that it's, it's outside sources, but really when you do the internal work, we find that it comes from within, but what do you find is the number one thing that gets in the way of building a profitable and successful business? Bottom line, myself included, is really the self-talk that goes on. The mindset piece that we need to uh, continue to look at, clear up, and stay in a more positive zone. Because what happens is, left to our own devices, we doubts creep in. And it's really taking the time to explore those and say, oh, are those really mine? Are they someone else's? Am I trying to follow a guru, whoever the guru may be? It may be a mentor, it may be a parent, it may be um, a former supervisor or current supervisor, all of those things. It's really starting to really pull apart that process and say, why am I feeling this way? What is this? How am I standing in my way and not allowing myself to move forward? Mm. And when you're working with your, with the clients, you know, how do they react to this? Are, are they uh, open in the beginning or do, do they kind of have that, that form of denial? What do you see most common with women? I think it's, it's a faction of both. I think what it is, is because it's a, it's a journey. It's an uncovering process. It's digging in the dirt and getting our fingernails dirty and it gets messy. And it, sometimes it gets messy before it gets better. Not only sometimes, all the time. It gets messy before it gets better. So there's, it's a process. And what I notice with my clients is in the beginning, um, we have this idea that things are going to be rosy and easy and this is going to be simple and fun as we build this business. And I work with my clients typically in six months blocks at a time. And we work with each other sometimes once a week, sometimes twice a week, depending on the client. And what I normally find about our sixth, somewhere between our fourth and eighth, so six is a magic number, somewhere between the fourth and the eighth session together, what happens is uh, everything kind of hits the fan. 
Mm. And it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be because things do show up. Maybe, you know, life gets in the way and we can't stay as committed as we want to. Maybe we're in this place of indecision. A lot of times um, women look to other people to give them answers. So they don't know how to find the answers within themselves. So it looks like indecision and hedging. It looks like um, self-sabotage sometimes. Um, it, there's just a whole variety of things that happen. And the great news is, is when we can be honest and clear that between four and eight typically is when it's going to hit the fan, then we can say, oh my gosh, we're right on track. This is the way it's quote unquote is happening. It's all in perfect timing. Mm. I want to touch back a little bit on what you mentioned um, just a second ago about how we look to others to find answers and it's hard for us to find them within ourselves. Where do you think that comes from as a woman that we, that we can't, you know, make decisions on our own, that we need to look for other people? Is it the insecurity in us? Is it, um, maybe it's just taking a back seat, you know, as the feminine role. What do you, where do you think that stems from? It's a lot of things. I think, you know, when we're three, we can't reach the milk, So in order for us to (laughs) be fed, and I use that analogy all the time, someone has to help us. And so they've got to open the refrigerator door and they've got to get the glasses and they've got to pour the milk in a sippy cup for us to manage because we can't manage it ourselves. And somewhere along the way, for many people, that we get this idea and whether it be our home life or... um, our religious organization, the culture that we've raised in, whatever it is, so many people have this that we don't know. We have this overwhelming sense that we're not quite sure what to do now. And it's because it's just, it's just part of our learning process mm. of really understanding. And I mean, I'll be very transparent. This has been part of my process as well. And bottom line, what it comes down to is a big word, And that word is trust, Mm. that I can trust myself. And when I can trust myself that I'm going to make the best decision possible and I make it. And when I screw up, I say, I'm sorry. And I admit my mistakes. I come clean about all of it, not only to others, ultimate really to myself that I made a mistake and I'll learn from that and I won't repeat it going forward. Or maybe I'll repeat it again, but it'll be less. But my, my intention and my intention is not to repeat it again. It's really understanding that I can trust myself mm. first and foremost. Mm. And it's so interesting because, you know, you mentioned about making mistakes and we tend to, we beat ourselves up over that. You know, if we make a mistake and we're, we're scared to, we're scared to fail, and I think we forget that part of becoming successful um, personally and professionally is to fail, is to, in fact, make mistakes so we could figure it out. You know, where do you think that comes from, this idea that we can't make a mistake, that everything needs to be perfect, specifically with women, because we tend to hold this idea of perfection with everything that we do, you know, as a mother, as a lover, you know, working in our careers, we tend to think that we always have to be perfect, but we don't put that on anybody else, only for ourselves. Only we can be perfect and then everybody else we're very forgiving. Why do you think that is? 
Well, it's the world that we live in. And the reason I'm giggling is because I actually read an article last night that really had me laughing. And one of my nighttime rituals is actually reading. So this article I was reading, um, and I'm dating myself a little bit, but it's about the Angelique commercial from actually when I was a kid in the 70s. And the song goes, she can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan and never let him forget he's a man. Mm. And what it was encouraging us and I distinctly remember me, you know, in the 70s and 80s uh, and where I was in my uh, maturing process. Um, it was that I was thinking I needed to be it all. So actually, society was encouraging me to be everything, to be perfect, to make it look like I have it all together. And trust me, I so don't have it together. And I was so busy, as many women are at different points in my life looking like I had it together and you know I didn't and I think some part of it truly when I get really honest and quiet and listen that getting thyroid cancer which is you know the throat chakra that I wasn't speaking my truth before and it was actually part of my journey in this life to realize it's important for me to realize and to share I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. I mess up. I make mistakes. And this I'm trying to be also a living example to everyone else that we can't be perfect. And yet I also want to share this really great story of one of my clients. We were working together one day and she's like, I get this whole failure thing. I want to hurry up and get up and finish our session today. And I want to go fail. I want to fail a lot. I'm going to fail so many times before the next time we have our session together. Oh my God, my head is going to blow off. It's going to be so much fun failing. And I love that energy because just think about it. What would it be like when we fail? Then we know, oh, it didn't work or it didn't work the way I expected. Maybe I'll do it again and I'll be more successful. And that's how it goes. We forget that in the beginning, we didn't know how to walk and we failed many, many, many times falling on our butt um, in front of our parents, in front of our grandparents, in front of some friends and family. And that's what it was. And as we grow up, we think we're not supposed to fall and make mistakes anymore. You know, I'm I'm so honored that you, you're sharing your story with us because I think that it's really important for us to hear, you know, specifically from other women as well, what they go through and, you know, You've done a lot. You you have a lot of experience, and for you to be able to say that you, you know, you go through the same thing, and you're you're living proof that this kind of happens to everybody, which is what we as women need to see. You just reminded me of a quote that I um, that I have, and it's about a child, and it has a picture of a child, and it says, "When a child learns to walk and falls down fifty times, he never thinks to himself." maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> Every time I see that, I just, I love that because it's so true. You know, when babies are, when they try to stand up and walk, they fall and they fall in the fall and they don't ever just sit there and never do it again. They keep trying. So good reminder for us. It's totally a reminder. And I think what happens is we think that it's supposed to be easy and there are some parts that are going to be easy and easy is good and good is easy. I like that quote as well. And yet easy doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to be messy, that you're not going to fail. It's just that it's 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 easy when you can be with the process of knowing just like the quote you just described, you're going to fall you really are going to fall and it's going to be okay. Wonderful. Blaze, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd love to jump into our power section. 
Can you tell us one book that you have read that's had a massive impact on your life that you want to share with us? Sure. I am an avid reader. I, I'm Again, True Confessions, I think I have about 20 books on my nightstand right now. And I read bits and pieces of them all the time. There's many books from business, from personal growth. And yet the book that's got me the most is typically the book I'm reading right now. And the book I'm reading right now is actually a book I'm rereading right now. And it's called The Exquisite Risk, Daring to Live an Authentic Life by Mark mm. Nebo. Mark Nebo. Okay, perfect. And we'll make sure we get that in the show notes. And can you tell us one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? I'm proud of a lot of things. I'm proud of my career. I'm proud of thriving through cancer. I'm, you know, really proud of restoring um, a historic home that I live in, which was a two plus year journey. And yet the thing that I'm most proud of is the relationship that I have with my husband. It's an ongoing relationship. It's not always perfect because it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's perfectly imperfect. Mm, I love that. And are there any routines that you have in your life that help you get a positive rise? Maybe something that you do every morning, every week, every day? Yeah, I love to read at bedtime, as I said before. That's part of my wind-down process. It's also a really great time for me to get information into my brain, and basically I dream on it. So I really choose carefully which books I read at bedtime because some mm. of them hype me up. The other thing I'd really like to share is I'm, you know, I'm going to promote Fitbit here because I love my Fitbit, and I just upgraded to the Ulta. And what I really like about it is right before the 10 minutes before the hour, if I don't have my 250 steps in, and sometimes I don't because I'm in front of my computer and I'm working, it reminds me to get up and move. And I'm really enjoying that. My Fitbit is, I program it to give me a lot of messages. So I like that instant feedback. You know, I have to, I have a Fitbit. I just got it like a month ago and I love it. But I want to look at that Ulta one. So it reminds you when you didn't get your 250 steps in. Yeah, every hour you can set it up to give you reminders. And I'm walking so much more. And what I realize in that part, too, is I set my reminders to do my meditation. I set my reminders to take my snack because I forget. I just get involved in life and I forget. And so it's really it's I'm feeling like a little bit like a dog. And yet I love it. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Blaze, again, thank you. It's such an honor. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about with you that you want to say or share? Maybe one last piece of golden nugget. Yeah, the golden nugget is, is I want to share relative to what you're doing in the world with Rise Up For You and the fact that you're encouraging women to be 1000% best of who they can be. It's not about doing this for your clients. It's not about doing this for your partner. It's not about doing this even for you know, growing your business and making more money. Bottom line, it's about doing it for you, rising up for Mm -hmm. you. And I love that about your business idea. Thank you so much. Blaze, again, we are so happy to have you. It's an honor. How do we stay connected and, and how do we support you and find you? You can find me all over the internet by just typing in Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E. My last name is uh, Lazzaroni, kind of like lasagna, macaroni. And you can find me on my website, which is www.blazeabrilliantpath.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
please share it with your friends and family. You can post it on social media and help us spread the word. If you aren't already, you can follow me, Natalina, the host and founder of Rise Up For You, all over social media at Rise Up For You. You'll find us on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. There's something new and different on every network, so be sure to check us out. There's a ton of empowering information that is being spread through our media outlets, and we want to make sure that you get the full benefits of it. Thank you again for joining. We will see you next episode. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.